Can you got to be kidding me? I got to do this mm. BS again with another eight-year-old? Eight-year-olds, dude. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes Podcast. The Bets and Quotes Podcast. Yeah, the Bets and Quotes Podcast. I didn't even know this was a thing. Does Power Trip Bets feel like they don't get enough attention on the morning show and they want to spread their wings and get more? Is that what, like you're looking for tickets and jobs or is he looking for more exposure? I always love that one. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes Podcast. Well, Dave, it's going to be one of those shows because uh, we got Slim Whitman playing. There's tornado warnings going off all over the metro area. Uh, we're back from Vegas. And, you know, as the numbers guy on this show, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you had about four times as much fun in Vegas as I did because you were in Vegas for about four times as long as I was. And I'll bet I lost about 40 times as much money as you did as well. Holy shit. That's like the only benefit of doing a short trip, right? <laughs> I know, right? I mean, uh, I, I cannot do Wednesday to Sunday. I am not fiscally responsible enough to do it. It's uh, uh, it, it was a little wake-up call. Um, well, especially we, we without me there. Good, uh, I mean, because usually I'm like your guardian in a way. So, you know. I know. Was, I felt it, like I was off the leash. And that, Chuck, it was... <laughs> I haven't, I haven't even, I've been saving most of my good content for talking to you on the podcast to recap, uh, my different Vegas experience. Uh, um, well, still I don't can't... have my voice back. <laughs> well, that's a good thing too. Uh, well, I cannot wait to hear all about it, but we're going to cram all of that into quotes notes. So we're just going to push all the Vegas stuff to the end. Um, so you can just have at it because, uh, you're, you've got way more stories than I do. That's for sure. Uh, and we're just going to we're going to kind of jump around here with all sorts of random shit tonight. So uh, get ready for the roller coaster. Yeah. So to start off the bets update, uh, basically, the guys in the power trip just aren't gambling anymore. So uh, we're just going to kind of forego. Um, the normal uh, the normal bets update. Do you realize, Dave, the last bet that they placed where the outcome was determined by the score of a game was the USFL game that Hawk and Sauce bet on like a month ago? Good grief. What I know. Up with that? It's the NHL playoffs. I know. Their pace is like ridiculously bad right now. And they're actually like kind of, they didn't even bet on the Kentucky Derby this year. I mean, good God. They've right. just like, They've completely lost. And I think part of it's because Sauce is sort of bitter at gambling right now. But, you know, between him, Hockey, and Corey, Sauce is actually having the best year between the three of them. So, oh, yeah, there's no doubt. He he actually made a lot of a decent chunk of money in Vegas and hit a big parlay. I think it was Friday. So, so uh, his, his luck is turning around. Yeah. I mean, they, they you got to just bet yourself so, out of it. And Exactly. And the fact that, uh, you know, Corey seems to not have caught on to the fact that uh, the, the public wants uh, a one-on-one initials tournament. And so far, it just it, it, he's made it sound like it's just too much extra work and whatever. He's got a million excuses. Uh, the, pu- the public is demanding it. And in lieu of that, and the fact that they're not betting, 
we are going to talk about odds for program password. Yes, we have converted mm. to uh, being big fans of Commons. Uh, well, actually, Molesky's uh, big program password. And they are having the program password invitational this summer. Um, I, of course, did some research, put some odds together. Uh, you know, Marnie, Marnie and uh, Lil B are the odds on favorites for this at plus 175. Uh, Corey and Charch are plus 275 and Swedberg and Larry Mandelo guy are plus 500. I think everybody else, I mean, you know, we've got, we've got odds, you know, common Rosie, they're plus 750, Lieber and Zucker plus a thousand. I mean, you're, you're really reaching if you think anybody else is, is realistically has a chance on this one. Um, so what I was going to propose to you, Dave, is when you break down the odds, if you took Marnie's team, so Marnie and little B, and you took Swedberg's team, Swedberg and Larry Mandelo guy, or you can have the other six teams. So it's basically Marnie and Swedberg's teams versus the field. That's about even odds based on how I have it. Who would you take? Boy, um, Marnie, Marnie and uh, Lil B are just so, I mean, <laughs> Lil B is like the LeBron James of, oh, yeah. uh, of the game. So uh, I, I really like their their chemistry. Uh, I think they are definitely the team to beat uh, paired with Swedberg, who is, uh, you know, has never lost in the game. Uh, I, I guess I would take the chalk here. I would take the, the Swedberg team and the little B team. Okay. So you're going to, you're going to stick me with uh, Corey and Charch and yes. the rest of the randos. I mean, you know, Rosie cheats. So there's always the chance that, you know, Rosie, Rosie makes to the finals and wins because, you know, he never turns down his headphones. So you know, I, I've got that going for me, but I really think I'm uh, basically the field. You're you're betting on Corey and Charge at that point. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, we'll we'll do that. We'll we'll make it. Uh, what should we bet? What, what's our new currency? I guess we go back. Do we go back to a Caniac or we should spice it up? Who, uh, let's bet a Seventh Avenue Pizza. Oh, there you go. Perfect, perfect. So Seventh Avenue Pizza on the line in our program password bet. And yes. Uh, we're huge fans now of, of the common man program and program password because it's actually something worth gambling on. So Chuck, other- I will say this. If I would have brought up a topic like this on the show three years ago, you would have been like uh, cutting me off about talking about another show. So this yeah. is kind of controversial. Well, like I said, this is going to be the most random show I think that we've <laughs> ever done. And speaking of no, random, we found a, a very old thing that um, I guess you could call this a lost bet. You know, we did the, uh, the the sauce sink or swim challenge because that was a lost bet that they made and never settled. And ultimately, we uh, we got brilliant resolution on that one because they actually uh, took on the bit and uh, did the did the swim challenge. Um, this is another lot sort of it's kind of a bet. Um, there's definitely financial implications. And it definitely got forgotten about the very next day. So uh, let's listen to this one. You know, if somebody's walking around with a fanny pack right now, would you call them a nerd, or would you think yeah. they're borderline cool? I probably wouldn't call them. In a the nerd. big no, they're, picture, they're, though, they're a nerd. Fanny packs. Stop. Got a bad Stop. name. No. Yeah, they did. Why? Uh, they're very convenient. Why don't you start wearing one? I will give you twenty American dollars if you wear one frequently. Neon, okay. If you wear one for two weeks. I'll put ten dollars in. He'll put ten dollars in. Yeah, and that's not enough. That's like a dollar. What? A day. You, first of all, you just said they were cool. It's convenient, and we're paying you to be convenient. Yeah, all and right. you can carry your phone in there. <laughs> I'll wear you one. You have to wear one every, every day. day to work. Let's. We'll start it tomorrow. Okay. 
every day to work for the next 10 work days. But if I buy one, then I only make like $13. It's still a Are big profit dollars? for doing sure. essentially then nothing. You're, then you're getting $13, and according to you, having a great convenience. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Put all your stuff in there. A couple great. buddies of mine wear them. You're making a lot of sense to me. You we are. want to give you a lot of sense. Okay, I'll do it. Perfect. So, yeah, so basically Sauce stands to gain $10 from Corey and $10 from Hockey if he will wear a fanny pack for two weeks. Like I said, they obviously forgot about this the very next day because they didn't have anybody around to track it. Uh, so, yeah, hey, money-making opportunity, very convenient. Dave, do you wear a fanny pack? Literally wore one in Vegas for two days um, because uh, I, I'm not responsible holding on to things. And uh, there's plenty of ways to lose money in Vegas. And, uh, you know, losing my wallet would be a really shitty one. So I was uh, taking bet slips and, you know, edibles and all sorts of stuff in my little fanny pack. But I like tucked it under my sweatshirt. So like you couldn't even see it. <laughs> well, there you have it. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, maybe, you know, maybe I know Hawk listens to the show. Maybe they'll uh, they'll rekindle this one and see if Sauce will actually wear a fanny pack for two weeks for twenty bucks. I hey, I think it's worth it, right? And as Sauce said, it's very convenient. So, so there's your bets update: a uh, eight year old fanny pack bet and a common man <laughs> program bet. So <laughs> that's all we got for that. Let's do the quotes. And now it's time. For the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends. Well, after two weeks without quotes, we get back to the quotes of the week. And we start at number three with Mark Rosen. Hey, Russ. Uh, I just got approached by my first hooker. Of- yes! <laughs> and that's why you're late. Up yeah. first. Walking across the street. I didn't recognize your sister at first. Oh. 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 But, 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 but. I like to say but a lot, apparently. Um- <laughs> <laughs> and that continued today with the Rosen saying but. Yes, yes, it did. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like that little sprinkle on the end. Like, it was already a very good quote, and then he just goes, but, but, but. I like to say but a lot. Like, <laughs> just perfect button bar material. And butts are sweet. They are. Uh, well, sweeter than that one is Corey Cove at number two. The San Francisco Parks Department is addressing the city's rat problem with birth control. What? <laughs> yep. Officials say they've been putting tiny condoms on. No. Uh, <laughs> Will that be something? Sign you got them on the sauce's job. wallet? That's a, oh. tough job. That's a tough job to get. Oh, that's a good line. <laughs> getting, getting tiny condoms out of that Louis Vuitton wallet. <laughs> $500 wallet with 50 cent condoms. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good visual there. Very well done. Well, uh, it's an encore here because the number one quote of the week goes to the maestro, Corey Cove. It was like Gonzo out there, man. It was not Did not happen. Unbelievable. Well, let's yeah. just say Hawk said he knew why you were on channel four and not channel uh, 11. Uh, oh, oh, that's a hell of a line. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not not quite ready for the for the big time 11. Uh, Rosie was stuck at little old number four. 
<laughs> yes, yes. And and fun fact, uh, Nate, our good friend Nate Scott, Nate Scott, who we had on uh, last week, yeah, uh, he actually pointed this out to me because I was uh, I was under the influence at Buffalo Wild Wings, but I was able to get to my iHeartRadio app and and quick uh, screen record it so I could capture the audio. So that was uh, a good assist from Nate there. Shout out to Nate. All right. Well, that'll do it for the quotes of the week. And now it's time for a Bets and Quotes Quickie, also known as a meat sauce. Um, I need you just real quick in a, in a minute to say the words that I have written down with you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go, uh, Corey, you're going to go first. Mm-hmm. Say it out loud in, in the order that it's written. Mm-hmm. Go. Leaf, bus, green, rule. Okay. Guernsey. Back, sign, crash, tooth. Rosie. Ice, bank, mice, elf. Yes! <laughs> well, how does it work? What? <laughs> what no, don't say it. Wait, what did Rosie no, say? No, no, don't say it. <laughs> I spanked myself. That's not funny. Oh, uh, Rosie. Here he comes. Oh, no. Here comes he's, oh, no. Oh, no. Here he comes. Here he goes. He's freaking out. He's going into the room. He's going to beat Chris He's in the control room. He's just kneeing him. He's kneeing him in the back. I hit him in the face. That was on top of him. Wow. Not the only ice bank. Yeah. Now they both can't stand up. Oh. <laughs> oh my god i love that so much oh that is so brilliant i love how it, like it took Corey a while to realize because Corey wasn't in on the bit it took Corey a while to realize what rosie had said <laughs> green tree bike you know, whatever. <laughs> right. ace bank myself <laughs> anytime they can get rosie to say something like that it is so freaking brilliant oh. I, I i love it and chris always looks for those opportunities and yeah, I think I think Rosie's radar is like way way up these days. But uh, every oh, once yeah. in a while, Chris uh, Chris is able to figure out how to get him to say something. Yeah, and he's kind of had a case of the not give it a fu- not give a fucks anymore. Oh yeah. Um. So and, and good for him, you know. Hashtag free Rosie. Free uh, Rosie. Free Rosie. Uh, beautiful. Ah, uh, such a fun fun little bit. All right. Well, uh, something else that is, that, honestly, this has absolutely become my favorite bit that we do now. And um, the last time we did it, we had several of these. Um, I've only got one tonight, but it is completely worth doing, um, if only to hear the song. Um, I just saw the actor, by the way. Yeah, his for name the first is Joel time. Kinnaman. From The Killing. Yeah. He's a tall drink of water. Is he? Uh, from a guy's perspective, it just, dude. you could see Here, somebody Here's how you know crushing. he's a decent-looking dude. The rumor is that uh, Olivia Munn is dating him. It's not a rumor. They are. Oh, they are? Yeah, well, she's on the red she, carpet. She's not going to date a douchebag. Oh, yes, she is going to date a douchebag, and they're going to be in Green Bay together. Oh, boy. Keep <laughs> keep your receipts, folks. Oh, my God. I was like, I, I loved hearing that. Yes. <laughs> Olivia Munn's not going to date a douchebag. Mm, now it's time for change. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes. We love you, Packer fans. All right. Um. So next up is uh is quotes notes uh, which is going to be nothing but a vegas recap so let's kick it off with one of the best predictor opens of all time is your open 
Good song. Oh. Shredder. Love this song. This song hammers. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like the karaoke version. Oh, just wait. You might have to dunk part of it. What? What part? Did you cuss? Mark Rosen, Chris, Hockey, Corey Cove, Justin Gard, Chad Abbott, Greg, Swedberg, Tom Sass, Mike, Crusher, Miley, Cyrus, Pizza Pockets, Radio, North Korea, South Korea, Hockey Sister puts out. <laughs> Son of a... Come on, man. Steve Lambert's H-Bomb, Anal Beads, Cheese Bread, Brando, The King and I, and The Catcher in the Rye, Eisenhower Vaccine, Hockey's Got a Brown Eye, Mariano Liberace, Liar Lambert's a shame, time for the predictors, it is always made up since the world's been turning, time for the predictors, it is always made up, this is fantastic effort. A plus. It's always made up since the world's been turning. Yep. All right, Dave. Well, before I let you dive into to all the legacy goodness, um, I have I do have a question for you to start this off. Um, I put together a very lovely group dinner at the Bellagio um, for Thursday night uh, for the group. I put the group together. Um, I did a lot of research on the different restaurants. Um, yes, picked did. out picked out Lago. Uh, which is a very beautiful restaurant on the fountains at Bellagio, uh, made the reservation, confirmed the reservation, double checked on the reservation. Yeah. And then unfortunately, you know, I had to leave early and was not able to attend dinner. My question for you, Dave, is how many members of the group do you believe either FaceTime me or texted me during the dinner to either say thank you or to show me kind of a, what the view looked like or what their meals looked like? Um, how, how many members of the group do you believe did that? Well, uh, I, I think you're leading the witness here, but uh, I, I'm going to go with none. Dave, you are the correct answer at uh, at none. So that entire group is dead to me. Thankfully, you weren't there. Uh, you are very much alive to me. Um, and so now we will continue with the show because uh, <laughs> you're otherwise that, that might have been the end of the podcast, honestly. But um, you uh, you were not there. You were elsewhere. So, uh, yes, I, I'm very happy to say you are not dead to me. Uh, so what do you got for us uh, with the Vegas stuff? Well, thanks. Thanks, Daddy. So I, I feel like we're just going to kind of riff here and just kind of talk about some things that happened and um and kind of just try to digest and recap what happened. I think the best way to do it is start with Wednesday. Bets, you have not known that you have to leave. You are living your best life. You're making some sports bets. We're hanging out. You know, we get it. We get a tour of the of the power trip suite. Uh, which was very cool. The best part about that by far was Zach's fascination with the six disc uh, DVD. Yes. Like he, cause that room, I mean, it was, it's a beautiful room. It was huge, uh, but it was right out of 1995. I mean, it was not like, like a modern updated room. You could, you could just feel the room was 1995 right down to the six disc changer. And Zach, and Zach really wasn't even high at that point. And uh, it was, it was very fun to just watch Zach's pure fascination with this. (laughs) Yeah, he was, uh, he was completely uh, lost in it. Um, (laughs) So uh, obviously, you know, we start doing some Pete Rosing uh, in the sports book, betting on baseball, um, because what else, what else is there to do in Vegas at, uh, you know, noon on a Wednesday. 
and then after that, we got to go to the Planet 13, and I got a full tour uh, from Zach Halverson, um, you know, explaining it to uh, Ben Lieber and uh, Mark Parrish and Meat Sauce and a number of other people. You call him Zach Halverson. I call him employee number 124. Yeah, he was. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, he's, he knows his stuff. He should um, be on staff. He really should. So naturally, uh, it's a very uh, favorite, one of my favorite stops in Vegas. And uh, the only notable thing here was uh, there's a hundred different checkout points that you like get selected for. And then they actually like help you like before that, you just kind of walk around. Guess what number I got, Chuck? 69. Red 69. It was like destiny so that really you know that really turned my my sights on wednesday um and then after that it kind of starts getting foggy so i think you might have to help me with some of this chuck oh we just i, I mean it was just it was a wild game we just hung out at plant hollywood sports book watch about after the uh after the happy hour the buffalo wild wings happy hour thing. yes you went to the happy hour yes somewhat uneventful and i mean it was just you know the service was a little Slow. lackluster. I felt bad for her, man. She was like the only person yeah, in the place. So true. I can't really blame her. I got to see our good buddy Isaac. Uh, that was like one of the yes. only times I actually got to talk to Rexy. Isaac at all. Um, but yeah, he was there. And uh, yeah, it was fun hanging out there. And then, yeah, we just went and uh, watched the wild game. And uh, they kicked some major ass. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then um, what else do we do on Wednesday? Well, then you passed out and missed a Thursday show, which I attended. So. Uh, yeah. I, and, you know, I'm so disappointed in myself, Chuck. Like, I told myself, this it's is your the bit. year. This is the year that I'm going to make it to both shows that I paid all this money to go to Vegas for. And I, it's still a 50-50 thing. I'm three for six in my history. It, it's so bad. It's your bit, man. And uh, so, yeah, I, I will just say that I went to Thursday's show and it was very, uh, very uneventful. I mean, honestly, like, you know, and, and I'm not blaming anybody or anything, but I, and maybe our standards are a little bit too high. But like both Thursday and Friday shows were like, I mean, what 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 was the highlight between the two shows? I mean, Hawk winning initials, maybe. I mean, yeah, I think I think for sure. Well, I think some of the Tommy stuff on Friday, like Tommy, yeah. Tommy's segments were really good. Yeah. None uh, of it. None I, I of felt it like was... the energy was, was pretty high for Friday. A lot of times Friday, everyone's just like absolutely dragging ass because, you know, we went so hard on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday. Um, but, but the, the crowd was lively. It was, it was pretty packed and uh, yeah, no initials was great. Like, it was it was great to see Hawk win on the on a big stage in a I don't know if you'd call it a major I don't think it was a major was it no no no, no. it was just a regular show but it yeah. almost should be a major like the Vegas the Vegas initial show should probably be a major I yeah don't that know. would be that would be pretty cool but yeah just in terms of memorable moments it was just you know and like I said it's probably my fault because like your expectations are up for like a rosy magic fingers moment or a Carl. Or yeah, Carl, and, and I'd rather they don't line. force it. Like, I think the mo the content I love most about the show is like when they talk about their interactions and their like personal life, and not like talking about you know the twins or the Vikings or whatever. Like when they're just like riffing and tell like making fun of each other and talking about their weekends. Like that's the content that I like am more intrigued in now as the years have gone on. 
So Thursday after the show, though, I did meet up with you guys for breakfast at Ellis Island, which I'd never been to before. And uh, that was awesome. Uh, the food was spectacular. Yeah, uh, but Andy sadly, likes it better is... than Pepper Mill, which could be sacrilege. But uh, yeah, my good right. friend Andy, which it was beautiful. It was awesome. See, I like that was actually what, probably my yeah. biggest highlight, honestly, of the trip. Because A, Andy oh. wasn't at the dinner and didn't snub me either. So uh, he's definitely right. not on my list. Andy's a great dude. And uh, yeah, I got to have uh, breakfast with him at the Pepper Mill and breakfast with him at Ellis Island. And yeah, he uh, he went for Ellis Island. So uh, I don't know <laughs> if that was supposed to be uh, kept in confidentiality or not, but uh, he he really enjoyed the uh, the breakfast too at Ellis Island. Yeah, and and I and I don't blame him. I do as well. Um, man, me and Andy, I I stayed out all Friday night and got back to Planet Hollywood technically at like three in the morning on Saturday, and. Who do I fucking run into? But Andy just walking, passing in the hallway. And he's like, let's go get a pint. <laughs> so we go to the Mexican bar and there's like a dance, like there's just loud, like dance music just blaring. And we're just sitting at the bar, like trying to talk over this. This is where my voice like went completely gone. <laughs> um, so we're drinking like Pacificos in this club and just like, talking about you know english soccer or, or football we that was like half of the discussion was uh do i qual do i watch enough soccer to qual to be able to call it football yet or not um, oh dear god what is some, some pretty now? some pretty deep stuff so you know <laughs> we were both fucking four sheets I, I literally don't know if andy slept the whole five days he was no there. and I, I and i didn't either chuck i i, I literally think uh, from when, from the time I landed Wednesday to the time I left Las Vegas, I think I slept maybe a combined like eight to ten hours. Like it, it was horrible. Like yeah, I, well, and I, and I was the same way in a much more condensed version because I got up at like three thirty to catch my flight, and on Thursday and or on Wednesday, and then I got home late or you know went to bed at like 11 on thursday night so i was up for you know that was almost two full days and i slept two hours so yeah, I, yeah. basically the same sleep schedule just way more condensed yeah well at breakfast we learned that you sadly have to leave us uh so that really sucked uh thankfully we got in a couple hands of pie gal before uh uh, we man hugged it out at the on the felt. Yeah, and that was. Uh, I mean, the pie guy sucked. Like this, pie the pie guy was terrible. I got sucked this year, but it was a really fun table because it was a bunch of Minnesotans uh, and power troopers yes. that I I didn't know any of them, Ooh. but they were they were a really fun crew. And uh, yeah, it was at least you know if, if you're gonna lose money, you might as well have fun with the people at the table that you're losing the money with. So uh, oh yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, no, I had the most fun at the pie guy tables um of anything i was doing gambling for sure like i met so <laughs> i got a picture with like these asian ladies we were taking we took like seven patron shots in an hour and the waitress cut us off this was after the heart bar on friday and it was so bad like i i went into a coma <laughs> like it was so awful uh, yes, Pygal can be a, a very fun game at the right table, even even if yeah, even if you are losing a little bit of money. But uh, yeah, it was wasn't good this year financially. No, no, it was not. Um, so that kind of covers most of that. Um, Friday show, obviously, you're gone. Um, it, I had a really good time, so I I was so nervous about missing both shows that I said, "Screw it, I'm going to stay up all night. I'm going to gamble." And I, (laughs) 
And then I am going to, uh, you know, just go to the show and just keep the good times rolling. And when I walked into that beat ups, it was like, it was like walking into church, like still, you know, point four, and you're just like super nervous and like, I didn't want to like, I don't know. I was all freaked out, but uh, no, it, it was a really good show. I enjoyed it. Hawk one initials. They do the drone video, which sadly you missed out on, you know, it was like a Dunder Mifflin commercial. The, <laughs> the guy flew his drone and uh, yeah, that's uh, our guy, man. We won't say it. We won't say his name on the podcast yeah. because there's a little confidentiality, but yeah, that, that's, uh, that's our guy. Apparently, apparently his new bit is just to travel with the power trip to every single uh, show and try and get a drone shot with everybody. So, uh, well, that's, uh... <laughs> it seems like an expensive hobby to me, but hey, if he enjoys <laughs> it, uh, the more power to him. Yeah. Whatever does it for me. Um... <laughs> He'll agree that it's much better than losing, uh, losing a lot of money at roulette at the sea palace. That is Argosy. <laughs> Oh yeah, the Sea Palace <laughs> blows, dude. <laughs> Literally blows. Friday night was fun for me. Um, I, I thought I was going to be going to the dinner. Well, if you thought that, you thought wrong because the dinner was Thursday night. Oh damn, that was damn. I missed a I missed a big part in there, but I don't even need need to talk about it. <laughs> but, um, I I, I might have accidentally met somebody in the sports book uh, and and skipped dinner that night. But anyways. So Friday, I, I actually slept for a little bit. So after playing pie, after the show, after the heart bar, which was incredible, um, you know, Sauce Creasel, uh, Hawk, Corey, like got to talk with everybody, uh, Kayla Creasel, um, Treaser, um, Tommy and everybody. It was just nuts. It was so much fun. I'm glad I got to experience that. Normally, the Friday yeah, show. Yeah, you missed the one that I last year. With. It was so much that that yeah, the heart yeah. bar is a blast, so, and you missed so, that last year. Right. So I never like really knew what that was like, and that was that was probably the highlight of of my trip. Um, was the heart bar after the Friday show? That was that was so much fun. And then, um, so then obviously I, you know, made this responsible decision to, instead of sleeping, to go to the pie gow tables, met these Asian ladies. Uh, my buddy, when I learned that you were going to be leaving, I called up my buddy, who's also a power trip rube, Kelly, uh, who some of you met out there, uh, really nice guy, grew up with him. But uh, so he came out. We were taking these Patron shots and playing Pi Gal for like four or five hours until like three o'clock. And then we, I don't know if we ran out of money or just like, we both like browned out, like super, like not blackout because we were able to like get up to the room, but like browned out. Uh, slept, we both slept from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. So I woke up to this text from Hawk. And uh, invited me up to the power trip suite with everybody, which was super fun and nice of him to uh, to invite me and my friend up there. He should have kept uh, the freaking suite because that's like the only game where the wild actually looked really into it. Right. I know. And I and I I woke up because I I think I only got to watch like I came in midway through the second period, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, obviously a great game. But I, I missed putting my bets on them and uh i really liked them that night so that kind of pissed me off i missed out on an opportunity uh to bet the wild in the over but yeah so that that was really fun uh after that i uh i met i met a friend a new friend uh over at the flamingo learned how to play three card poker chuck 
Oh, three card um, poker kicks ass. Like if I can't get a pie god table, that's my second go to. It is literally my favorite new table game. Like I will pick that over Pygal, over Blackjack, over Roulette any day. Like it is so much fun. The only thing I don't easy to learn. Like it's super easy. The only thing I don't like about it is the money can go really, really quickly at three card. Yeah, that's why I like Pygal. Prefer that a little bit better, especially if I just want to have a few white Russians and. Well, I lost. I lost like five hundred bucks at the Pygal table in like twenty minutes. Like. (laughs) It was like, which is hard to do, honestly. It is. But I'm like, okay, start. You start at 25. You lose a hand. You double. You double. You double. It's like, oh, you never do the Martingale approach. That's the that's the whole Martingale theory. That's why everybody that plays blackjack thinks that they can bust the casino, and then it's like, oh wait, I have to put twenty five thousand dollars down on this hand. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, yeah, that wasn't working for my roulette strategy yeah. later either. Yeah. But, um, uh, but it actually has some success. So Thursday. Gambling-wise, completely awful. Probably the worst gambling day of my life. But Friday was a lot better. I got over. I got about half of it back, which was a significant win. Friday night was great. Um, spent some time with a new friend. That was cool. Um, so Saturday, huge sports day. Uh, wake up and have uh, some breakfast down. What's the bar right across from the Plant Hollywood Sportsbook? Not, not EOC. But like across the in the Miracle Mile, like yeah, right I, I, I forget what the name is, but I, know I forget what, what the name about. is. But actually, in, in, like really good food. Um, we got a good, we got a couple of different things and shared some stuff, and uh, I, I was I was actually kind of surprised, and it was pretty reasonably priced too. So uh, putting that bookmark in in that spot. But uh, uh, then we started making some, uh, you know, started Pete Rosing again, and uh, betting on some baseball. And and that was great. Leading up into the Kentucky Derby, uh, there was NBA on uh, early as well. NHL. It was it was a great day to be alive in the sports book. Uh, we popped a couple edibles, uh, and it was a nice day to just kind of veg out after a, a very eventful uh, first few days. And uh, I, I took it a little easier <laughs> on my liver. That's for sure. Probably a good idea. Yeah, like I. If I if I literally just stuck to other stuff out there and not alcohol, um, I would be in a lot better shape. But uh, the mixture <laughs> of the two is is just like I, I don't even remember. Like it, it's it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> okay. Um. So Saturday's great. Uh, my buddy who came with me, Kelly. Uh, he lives uh, very close to Canterbury Park. He's a big, he's big into horse racing. So uh, we, between the two of us, uh, mostly him, uh, we put together a Kentucky Derby card that we were convinced, you know, was going to win us thousands of dollars. Um, you know, all, all these different uh, superfecta boxes and trifectas and exactas. Um, and then the and then the eighty to one, <laughs> the longest horse in the field, uh, who only got in because there were scratches, wins the Kentucky Derby. It was uh, the all of the air, like there were so many people packed into that sports book for the Derby, which was a really sweet atmosphere. But when that horse came out of nowhere and basically put the blinkers on to like like go around other horses and cross the finish line everybody was just like 
who the fuck is that? And it was just dead silent. Like there was, there was nobody in that sports book who cashed a ticket on the Kentucky Derby. There is no way. One of the, one of the greatest Kentucky Derby races of all time. And, and another oh. reason I'm frustrated with the power trip for not betting on it. Cause they would have just drawn like random names out of a hat and they had everybody there. So you would have had like, you know, 14, 13, 14 people. Right. They should have live streamed Some, it. Somebody, somebody very likely would have ended up with Rich Strike just randomly. And can you right. imagine winning a gigantic power trip bet on the Kentucky Derby with oh, the yeah. one shot that comes from nowhere? That would have been like some right. amazing, amazing power trip bet drama. But right, yeah, win like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been it, it would have been an amazing story. And yeah, they just chose to not bet on it for whatever reason. Um, yeah. I I will say, of course, um, I went on the record with Zozos and I took Zozos across the board and lost on all those because Zozos didn't even uh, show. Although he yeah. he had his moment there, uh, you know, towards uh, toward as they were coming to the uh, coming towards the home stretch, he was in about fifth, but then he faded quickly. Um, but the, the the only good thing I did is I decided to do because I'm like it's Minnesota horses, so I decided to take Zandon to finish anywhere in the top three at plus one fifty. So I put a little bit on that and uh, hit on that because Zandon showed. So uh, that's such got, a cop that Chuck, that's such a cop, but it was just, it was just to do, you know, cause it was the Minnesota horse, you know, and, and that's the, unfortunately by that time I was already back at home and that's the only bet I could do because I didn't have access to a pair mutual at home. So sure. um, I just had to, I just had to use an offshore book and that was the line they were offering. So, so yeah, got, I think, I think got my, a new little, my money back, but not much. Yeah, well, well, that's good that you at least cash something because I don't think anybody else did. <laughs> Almost um, nobody else. Yeah, um, I, I think next year I need to set a or like a reoccurring thing, like on Friday, the Friday before the Kentucky Derby. I'm gonna set a reminder that just plays a message that says bet win play show on the longest five horses in the field for small stakes. Yeah, see, that's what everybody's going to do next year. They're going to bet all the long shots, and the value play is going to be like the mid-tier horses because like all the all the long shots are going to get bet so much that their odds are going to go up. And yeah, so people because people tend to do what happened the previous time. But yeah, definitely worked this year, man. Eighty to one. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, I I could just be overreacting, but. <laughs> I feel like, like everyone, it, but, but you can do the math on it. Like if I really wanted to waste the time on it, like I could run the, the numbers on that for the last 10 years. Like you could see if it's profitable or not. You know? All right. Yeah. It's just math. Absolutely. Just math. It's easy. Yeah. Well, speaking of math. So after, after that, um, the edibles were really kicking in, you know, um, they were doing their their power to you know heal my heal my back, and they had the 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 UFC pay per view. There was a big UFC pay per view that night, and we're thinking, oh well, of course that's going to be on the sports books. Like Vegas and the UFC are like synonymous. Like it's the home of the UFC and blah blah blah. Well, the Planet Hollywood sports book did not have it. Like they were saying that almost all all the Caesars properties weren't showing it. Also, their stuff. I think like maybe they had it at Circa, but like that was like so far. Um, so we thought <laughs> we uh, we heard that there might be this bar that was like showing it uh, in the Miracle Mile. So we went there, and it, they were asking a hundred dollar cover charge per person. 
to go in there and watch the pay-per-view. It was ridiculous. Seems um, like it'd be cheaper to just order it in your room. Well, I know. <laughs> well, it, but it's like 80 bucks. So so what did I do, Chuck? We went back to the sports book because we had a big bet. Uh and Isaac did too. We tipped off Isaac to a pretty big parlay on this one. Um, we had Dallas money line, and then we had the over five and a half. The over five and a half was plus one fifteen, and Dallas was like plus one forty five or something like that. And then Isaac thought like, or maybe he just wanted to be more aggressive, but he parlayed those for a hundred bucks. And got back a five hundred and twenty six dollars. So nice. Like we we were feeling good. We me and my me and my buddy Kel, uh, we went five and zero that day in the NHL, and we we had one bet. I guess we technically had one bet that we lost because I was still so screwed up from the night before that I accidentally made. Uh, I, I thought I picked the Capitals money line, which they were like plus one eighty. And I and I put a hundred dollars on Capitals to score first. Chuck, uh, they, Chuck, they did not score first, but they scored the next six and won six to one. Like I'm such an idiot. Like that's yeah. a huge swing. You de- you definitely need adult supervision. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I recovered and we and we did bounce back. We had a huge day uh, outside of that one play in the NHL that day. Um, so yeah, UFC. I, oh, so. I was in the sports book. I'm like, fuck it. I really want to watch these last two fights. Like they're big title fights. And so I I bought it on my iPhone. So I'm watching it on my iPhone in the sports book. Everybody's looking at me like I'm an absolute like idiot, which I I am, but, um, uh, and and that was fun. And, and then we went back to the tables, uh, the Pygo tables, uh, and we were going to play until midnight because our flights were at 9.30 Vegas time. So we thought we'd stay, stay out and play cards at midnight and, uh, you know, wake up at 7 and head to the airport. And, uh, and Chuck, I think I lost another 500 bucks in Pygo before I could blink. Um, <laughs> I went back over to three-card poker. No magic there, 300 down. Um, went over to the blackjack table. That was worse. Um, and completely blew what my comeback was. And I kind of anger banged the the roulette table uh, for a little bit too uh, for dessert. So it, it was it was pretty bad. I got to learn from some of this at some point. Well, the lesson learned is you need to leave when everybody else does on Saturday afternoon yeah, I or do. Saturday evening. Yep. That that's the yeah, lesson I, learned. I will not stay Saturday night. I exactly. will I will definitely leave at like whatever. I mean, even like noon or three o'clock or something on Saturday. I think that's all I can handle. I I can't. Or either that, or I need adult supervision, like you. Well, like, I, I was with that, I was with I was surrounded by enablers. <laughs> that is a given. That's for sure. Well, I'm glad. You, you know, it sounds like you know, and and that's gambling, right? You got your ups, you got your downs. You yes. know, that's, that's the weekend of in course. Vegas. Uh, lots of fun stuff. Uh, lots of hanging out. Uh, the, the only other thing I'll add, the only other experience I had that was kind of fun and uh, might be interesting to the listeners is um, I did get a chance to play team slots with, it was um, Alyssa, Tommy, Sauce, and Zach. 
which was a very interesting Ooh. crew. Um, Zach okay. took the seat and um, we were all kind of gathered around him. And of course, it uh, you know consisted of lots of sauce and um, Tommy rubbing their nipples, rubbing Zach's oh nipples. Um, you know, Tommy doing all sorts of inappropriate things to the slot machine. So inappropriate. Um, and we were we were doing good for a while. We were up quite a bit early, and then it kind of all went south. But I, I think my favorite moment of all is um, after we had been there for a little bit, Lieber came up. And um, he was, uh, you know, watching us play and all the stupid antics that our team slots. And Lieber was like, so what are you guys trying to get? And we just looked at him and was like, we have no idea. We're just pushing Max bet every <laughs> single time. So uh, just yep. join in on the fun, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all you do is just nobody knows what to look for. I guess no. maybe Wonka if you're playing Wonka. But um, <laughs> the Oompa spin the sky wheel. And Zach kept thinking like on every spin, he was like, oh, yeah, I kind of know what's going to happen. You know, and he had no idea. But it was <laughs> it was it was enjoyable. Nevertheless. Dude, the Skywheel was being super rude this trip too. Like, no, like nothing. So like, inappropriate. I, I hit uh I think I hit a minor for 176 at one point, but like <laughs> man, I, I got my clock cleaned on that one too. Oh, yeah, it was it was it was pretty rough. I mean, even hockey, even hockey didn't have the greatest of trips and had the uh, had to have the Vegas airport hits just to get uh, just to get back into the plus. So uh, you well, know yeah, it's was, you know it's rough then, right? Well, he described it as up and down and up and down and up, and right? Like that. That's kind of how mine was too. I guess more more downs than ups though. Yep. And Corey had a rough time at poker. It's just yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not it's not almost a, like they make money at these casinos i know and they're supposed to just give it all to us so yeah. well <laughs> well lots of fun um any parting thoughts uh from uh from you other than you need adult supervision um i, I think that las vegas is the most wonderful place in the world uh where you can be whoever you want to be and do whatever you want to do uh any time of the day 24 7 and uh there's so many good people uh that i've met because of this trip and because of the show in general and uh i'm very grateful for all of them it was great seeing our crew uh back together in vegas uh without masks and um maybe i should have been wearing a mask because uh i have uh not been feeling very good the last two days um, uh, yeah we'll we'll set odds on that later yeah um but uh, just very thankful for everything, and uh, and and the guy, you know, the guys on the show were very nice. And Corey and uh, and Chris for reaching out, and you know, gambling with meat sauce, and you know, it's it's just so much fun. You know, just even like the the bonuses, like the bonuses are so great. Like just talking talking baseball with John and Chrissy bonus. You know, at at nine thirty in the morning in Las Vegas, having uh, summer shandies, like I, I love it. Like, there's, I just love that city. I love. Bonus is the best dude ever because we we hung out in the sports book for you know probably two to three hours or so, just yeah. watching some random baseball. And people came and went. You know, different people were there at different times. Bonus every fifteen minutes was like, who needs a beer? And he was yes. just, and he was buying yes. like he just kept going back to the bar. He'd come back with like four <laughs> or five, hand them out to whoever. Then the group yes. would change, and different people would be bonus. Who needs a beer? And it was, it, he's just he's the he's, he's, he's the, the great guy. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it was so much fun to see 
you know, you and Andy and Brent and Alyssa mm. and the rest of the crew's dead to me, but um, you yeah. four, it was really good to see you guys and hang out with you guys. So uh, yeah, yeah. We, I missed you, man. Uh, it's, that's one of the biggest thing, you know, we, we dream about it for, you know, the other 364 days of the year and like pump each other up about it. And then for it to get cut short like that was uh, a, a real bummer for me. But uh, I guess I tried to distract myself with my own stupidity <laughs> and uh, it, it worked out very well. That happens. That's uh, part of the responsibilities of being a dad. So sometimes, yep. uh, sometimes your own personal fun gets cut a little bit short. So. And what's the report on Jack? Is he doing better? Yeah, yeah, finally. Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal for a few days. So, but yeah, he's he's finally back to normal. So that's good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess that will do it for this week's show. Uh, we were all over the place. Um, hope you stuck with <laughs> us. If not, I don't blame you. Uh, so. Uh, Dave, where can they find you at in the meantime? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m., Paul Allen is next. Let's blow this thing up. You know what? Never mind. I like the show today. We're not going to blow it up. We did our very, very best. Abigail, tell them bye. Bye-bye. Everybody, have a